What's up, what's up? Welcome back to the third episode of Cinematic Mind. Me and my brothers recorded this episode a few weeks ago back in the States. But I'm now in Paris for Christmas with my beautiful wife and we're kind of feeling it right now. It's a vibe. I hope everyone else is also having a safe holiday and feeling that same vibe too. So one quick announcement. This podcast is a spoiler zone podcast in which we will discuss the entire plot of the movie in which this episode it will be bruised starring Halle Berry so for those of you who listened to the first two episodes we thank you for returning for those of you who are listening for the very first time we hope you enjoy the ride so sit back relax but first listen to these cool sounds provided by our musical creator my bruh DJ Chuck D okay Thank you for joining us on our podcast. We are here, just three brothers having an open, fun, freewheeling conversation about movies. Um, really trying to focus on movies that involve people of color, while also, you know, putting the spotlight to discuss the careers that uh, people of color have had. My name is Ed, and I'm here with our co-host, Theo. Hey, what's up? And our other co-host, Malcolm. What up, what up? And again, uh, we are not only three brothers, but we are three actual brothers. And and we've been uh, doing this uh, all our life, watching movies and talking about movies. And we're uh, a little bit on, um, what, how much years we have between us? 12 years total? 12 years distance between uh, me and our uh, me being the oldest and Malcolm, our youngest brother. So we just thought this would be a great opportunity for us to, um, again, share our viewpoints, which we think is, even though a little bit similar in some points, um, a little bit varied given the fact that we've um, experienced uh, a lot of these, not only new movies, but um, at some times we'll discuss some older movies from a different viewpoint. So with that being said, what we'd like to start off by telling you is what we're going to be discussing today is the film film bruised is a movie starring Halle berry it was just released on netflix in november of 2021 so just very least recently over the thanksgiving holiday break And I'm going to read uh, just a very brief synopsis from the IMDb. A disgraced MMA fighter finds redemption in the cage and the courage to face her demons when the son she had given up as an infant unexpectedly re-enters her life. Jackie Justice is a mixed martial arts fighter who leaves the sport in disgrace. Down on her luck and simmering with rage and regret years after the fight, She's coaxed into a brutal underground fight for her manager and boyfriend, Desi, and grabs the attention of a fight league promoter who promises Jackie a life back in the octagon. But the road to redemption becomes unexpectedly personal when Manny, the son she gave up as an infant, shows up at her doorstep. A triumphant story of a fighter who reclaims her power in and out of the ring when everyone has counted her out. 
Um, just to name some of the starring cast in this. Number one at the top of this is Miss Halle Berry. Um, the gentleman who's playing in one of the second leads is Adam Adan Kanto. Um, Sheila Atim as Budokan, the manager. Adrian Lennox as Angel McQueen, who played Halle Berry's mother. Um, in addition, the I would say key star in the number two in the film was Danny Boyd Jr., who played Halle Berry's son, Manny. And we also had Shamir Anderson rounding out the cast as um, Immaculate. Some of the kind of major leads in it. And um, in regards to director, um, really want to throw this one out here. And this is the first one that she has not directed other ones. It's the first one on my radar. But Miss Halle Berry. Halle Berry is a director of this. So, um, yeah. So with that, um, <clears throat> let's just start on off. Uh, Theo. Why don't you tell us what some of your your first ex, you know how you experienced it and what was your first initial thoughts of this film? Uh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, man. I'm laughing at your intro. <laughs> We're just having a fun, free willing conversation. Is that <laughs> is this free is this free willing? Uh, <laughs> uh yeah. So I thought it was cool, man. Um I I actually was like joking last episode. I was like, I'm not really, I wasn't joking. I was like, I'm not really that excited to watch it because I saw the trailer and I was like, ah, I don't know what this is going to be. Uh, but it was good. I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I watched it a couple nights ago and it, it felt like a pretty easy watch. Um, it kind of like at first, I feel like it kind of gave me, you know, like, uh, uh, what is it? Um, Creed, I was like, oh, this is gonna be like the girl version of Creed or something. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I, I think I kind of liked girl it better. Creed or girl Rocky. Yeah, I think I kind of liked it better. Um, it just felt more fresh. I liked like the coaches and like some of the like the ex- the side characters more in this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was a, uh, it was cool. Um, I for the most part, I, I, I enjoyed the story. We can kind of dive in into it more um as we, we kind of like talked about the plot more but i think that that like towards the end it just felt a little rushed i i was getting a sense a couple of times i was like well, we're we're missing something you know what i mean and i was I've, i'm kind of getting the sense that there were extra scenes there were probably some extra scenes that were like cut out maybe for time um and uh so yeah i i don't know like i I think that there is more that that could have been done. Maybe it could have been a little bit longer or they could have, I don't know. I, I just think that there's some parts of character development that were missing, but overall it was a really good story. It was pretty believable. Um, I, yeah, I think it was pretty believable. I think Halle Berry acted her ass off. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it was directed well. So overall, um, great, great uh, film. Okay, well, yeah, sounds like you enjoyed it. Sounds like you enjoyed it overall. What about you, Malcolm? So, yeah, I'm definitely on the other side of the spectrum. Um, my thoughts on the movie. Uh-oh. I don't know. I mean, I think that I kind of went into it, like, not kind of giving it a fair chance, just, like, because y'all were kind of a little apprehensive to, like, watch it uh, when we were talking about it before. And I don't know, I think that kind of, like, <laughs> kind of stuck in my head a little bit with it so I might have been a little bit more nit- nitpicky than I regularly am with these movies but 
I got a few different points and, you know, feel free to jump in at any point uh, in this upcoming tangent, but um, you know, for one, book your seats. Okay. Here yeah. we go. For one, you know, I just, I, I thought that the main character's name is lame and kind of corny. <laughs> Jackie <laughs> Justice. <laughs> Wait, is that, I mean, that is like a UFC or especially WWE or WWF type of name, though. That was, you, yeah. do, are you getting the impression that that's like her God given name? Or it, I, I just nah. assumed that was her fighter name, though. Yeah, time. even still, like, yeah, regardless, like, <laughs> uh, okay. well, regardless of what it was, it was a God given name. I mean, I think they're, I think Apollo her fighter name Creed? was cool. I don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That was, I, I didn't really like the name. Um, and then I, they went hard on the training montage scenes. There was two different training montage scenes. And you, they were like, all right, we got to get like every single movement, every single workout that we can into these, these montage scenes because this is really what's going to make it hit. And like, you know, yeah. I just was the, like, man. I, like, I agree. Well, the, the, with the montages, I only remember the second one maybe, but like I just felt like they were showing a lot. Like it was the same duration of a Rocky montage. But it was pretty like basic workout yeah. stuff. It wasn't anything that was like, oh my god, she's like in the wilderness dragging a dead bear. Like it wasn't anything like that. It was very like, yeah, she's doing like a lot of sit-ups. Like, <laughs> and, and I gotta be real, that's like here's my whole take on this. And uh, we'll, we'll be talking about Hallery Barry in much more detail. But um, my thought is on this. So um, I follow her on Twitter. I, I think I also follow her on IG, right? And you know, she what fifties, right? She's yeah. in a very good shape and she's mm-hmm. proud of it, which she should be. And she lets a lot of people know how good a shape she's in. So one, once I was seeing this, I was like, oh, this makes a lot of sense the past two yeah. years. Like what she's been posting on IG. But then two, while I'm looking at this too, it's like, who's the director and star of this? <laughs> Halle Berry. So it's like, just imagine if like, like I'll tell you right now, if I'm turning 50 and I'm like kind of one personally dealing with like, what that means for me personally in my life and then two i'm also starting a movie and then three i'm directing it and if i'm all in shape you know i'm gonna be like nah bruh we don't need two montage training montages we need four training montages <laughs> <laughs> so, like, we're just like oh but we're gonna do one focusing on my abs one focusing <laughs> on my cardio we're gonna do a legs one you know what i mean so yeah i mean if that my theory is i just think like I think Halle Berry was just like, yeah, yeah. look at that. Yeah. Uh-huh. I got it, which I mean, she did, but so mm. that, that's kind of my thought. But yeah, I feel you. It's like, do we really need two training? <laughs> yeah, I get, I, yeah, I and mean, then I could see that too. That makes sense. And like Elaine was even saying, like, do you think that like they got like a stump double or something to do like all the training stuff? Cause she's doing like some serious stuff. Oh, so and he's, and he's like, no, nah, I think it's her. So apparently, I'll tell you right now, I'll put money on it. Elaine doesn't follow Halle Berry. <laughs> On Twitter or IG, I'll put money on it. Yeah, okay. yeah, <laughs> she's like, she, she said stunt the- double. Yeah, she said stunt double. Nah, two 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 ladies in their fifties on these stunt doubles. J Lo and Halle Berry, They're good. Yeah, so yeah, I feel that. So okay, all right, all right. It's good to have that context. But and then another point I had was like there could have been more of a build with like her matches leaning up to like the championship fight. Like they could have had like a couple of more like that underground things like going like fights going on or just something. Cause I'm just like, what I thought was unrealistic was like off rip whenever she comes back from not being in the game for four years, she gets to be in a UFC title fight. I'm like, 
Uh, so so here's the thing i love it man so uh i watched it with my gal and she was really big on like one ronda was like what like (laughs) how they're giving her the championship like right when she comes out and then two ronda was like ten thousand dollars like that was the championship against these people she was like so then my gal uh in the middle of watching the movie she freaking googles it (laughs) and she's like yep i googled it they gave her the bare minimum. <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah, babe. Like, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, was this based on a true story? <laughs> no, no, but I guess, like, no, um, I guess what Rhonda Googled was like the standards, right? Yeah. You know I, mean? I guess she was like, what's the payment requirements? Yeah, of, I know, of right? These I was, <laughs> they, I mean, that's for me was the biggest problem with it was the stakes because the stakes were literally yeah. like, she didn't go. She didn't go after four years of being off into the UFC. This was another league that was owned by a homie. That like, I guess if she does well in that, and it was like a oh, national okay. stage, it could get her back into the UFC. But it was still just like, Got all it. right, like it's ten thousand dollars though. Like, let's say she was working for like six months, training for six months for this shit. I'm just like, I mean, <laughs> you could have got like a part time job at. Not life changing money. She was like walking out. I mean, like, after hey. taxes, right. yeah, yeah. After <laughs> taxes, that's like six, six grand, six hundred, uh, six grand, forty five dollars. Like you know, it's not that much. And like, yeah, she was like all training all day, every right. day, right. not doing anything else. And I'm like, yeah, and living with people for free. <laughs> so, that's the yeah. thing. That's for that. Like, yeah. The thing for me was like she, she had um uh, all right she's like trying to get like her life back on track I guess but the way like going back into like training to be a like MMA fighter while simultaneously getting like connected with your like son who you haven't you haven't taken care of for like seven years it makes it seem like you're kind of <laughs> still fucking off like your life because you're like nah actually like i don't know how to be a new parent but i'm gonna do it i'm gonna learn it while also like training for like the hardest like 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 sport in the world it's like maybe maybe hold off on that for a while and just be a decent mom and like keep working focus right focus up here i don't think i need you to do them both at the same time this if anything the ending was like um all right i'm gone like her son leaves her son's like i'm not yeah. i'm not gonna be you know what i mean and then she like is successful in like her fight <laughs> it's, like, it's like well yeah i guess i guess the moral of the story is just don't have kids and then you can focus your time on fighting and your life won't be hard because yeah. <laughs> like not the greatest about that, i don't think that was a moral story <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna i mean but it just like i don't know it I enjoyed is that, it. Is that what you took? Is that what you take away from the movie? No, I mean, well, it did. It wasn't. It wasn't making a gr- a great case for like. Why your unborn child is your yeah. white womb right now? Yeah. I mean, the moral of the story for freaking like this that they're trying to show is like, yo, it's just easier to easier to focus up whenever the kids. Are gone. <laughs> yeah, because then she really went into it. She wasn't like all her. She was like, she got up with. Her train, her manager, they hooked up, and then she just went right. into another training montage. Right. <laughs> so, like, yeah, that yeah. was my problem too. Is like the 
I I was like, wait, so they're 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 fucking now? Like they're dating? I, I just it was like, you didn't see it coming. I saw, I saw it, coming. it coming, but I thought they were going to maybe develop that relationship more. Like it didn't really feel like. It, like it, were, it went from zero to 100 real quick and then right. from 100 to back to zero real quick yeah like Rhonda and her mom were like wait so like why did she break up with that chick so quick and like it was like I'm as I'm trying to like answer the questions of why they're together right before you get clarity on that they have marriage is like doofy and right. then further away and yeah. I feel like my wife and her mother both had these questions they're like so what happened to Budokan, like, when she came back with the broken arms and stuff? Like, it seems like y'all cut out some scenes. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 What happened? I need, I need a little bit more, like, than... And, like, I feel like Halle Berry oh, was the next morning. Yeah, I thought like she was like, oh, for real? All right. Okay, cool. So, uh... <laughs> I don't know how y'all ladies would be with that, but I'll tell you how my lady would be. If my lady, if I come back the next morning and I got a broken arm and I'm just like, it's a very long story. She's going to be like, well, what's up? I got time. Like, hey. All right. What's up? Yeah. See, it's not going to be like, oh, oh, okay. All right. Right. <laughs> there, is def- yeah. there is definitely some story elements. She just, I don't know. She could have, I mean, if there really were two montage scenes, she could have probably cut out one of them. <laughs> um maybe to just a little like bit more story, add though. in a little bit more hey this, that's that that's story. one of them netflix thing though netflix yeah. creative you know what i mean netflix they just what they say they give the artist the, uh the canvas and they just let them paint netflix ain't well, giving notes they're just like all right Halle berry <laughs> Halle berry you want two montage scenes i mean i already saw <laughs> they gave adrian's elbow a dj in show I mean, <laughs> yeah, that was really weird. Uh, they, they, uh, I see that they already like struck like a multi-picture deal. I was on, I was just online earlier, and they've already like, they're like, based off of the success of this, we want to let Halle do it again. So this is like, that's great to hear, bro. That's great to hear. Um, I didn't actually Halle read Mary. that, so that'll be good to discuss when we discuss uh, a focus and spotlight on her. Now, can you know what I actually? I kind of took over a little bit. Did you have any additional thoughts? Kind just of a couple about? other little quick you know, points. Keep, you know, no, bro, um, keep, it, keep it coming. My pause. So, just like again with story development, could have went into a little bit more detail of why she gave up her son and what her relationship was with his father, um, and maybe a little bit more about like how and why his father was killed. Um and then yeah, week, Ron, yeah yeah I don't me and Rhonda we were kind of also like too we were like we were either talking or not paying attention because we we're like we felt they kind of weren't either clear or they yada yada it and we we're like we thought that we heard something to the effect of they're like her, his dad was undercover yeah and he got shot in front of the kid yeah and like that was it and yeah was it. I was like, <laughs> like well, yada 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 it's like wait back up right you know what I mean. Yeah. 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 Last point on that is just like the kid was mute the entire movie. But he acted like the his last thing. Ass off. I, I, I was with them eyes. I was <laughs> like, eyes, yo. I was like, yo, whenever oh man, y'all already know the scene. Y'all already know the scene, I'm gonna say, but he acted as that. We were like, this kid ain't said a word, but I'm with it. So uh <laughs> I mean you can say the same, bro. We do it now. Um so two in particular I got from me was uh <clears throat> all right wait so wait actually Malcolm you got any more points because then maybe that was I'll... it that's uh that in tangent okay <laughs> um I enjoyed it 
Well, my experience was this. Um, yeah, expectations were low because you know what? I, I one, I didn't think it was going to be that that bad. All right, because if I would have thought it would have been that that bad, I'll tell you right now, I would not have recommended it as something for us to uh, watch together. Right? I don't want us to like come on here and be like movies that we just saw. Like we wait. One, I don't want it to make it feel like a chore. Which this almost felt like it was a chore for me to watch <laughs> to, to, to start watching it. Um, but then two, oh, um, again, I don't want to like like trash movies, right? But I ended up enjoying it, me and uh, Rhonda, much more than I expected to, right? So, and I think Friday night, I was here's the vibes I kind of got. I was like, it's a million dollar baby, right? I was just like, yeah, black million dollar baby, and it's gonna be all <laughs> serious. And something tragic gonna happen, and I need to be in a certain mood. So, like, I remember Friday night, me and Rhonda, we was like, our original plans was to watch it on Friday night. And Rhonda, she's gave me a heads up. She's like, "Look, I'm not in the mood. <laughs> like, I, I want to." She's like, "I want to like watch something to make me relax. I want to watch something to make me gonna laugh. I don't want to watch uh, Bruce tonight." So I was like, "All right, cool, whatever. I'm gonna watch it when, whatever time." She ends up falling asleep, and so like, I could watch it myself. I'm like. No, I don't feel like watching it right now either, right? I like I want to watch something to make me not think. So, so uh, ironically, we end up watching it early Saturday morning. I wake up Saturday morning, breakfast in bed, right? Uh, and then we surprisingly end up watching it, right? Because then I'm like, wait, I need. <laughs> I'm like, all right, the pie. We're recording the podcast tomorrow, <laughs> so I don't need to wait to zero to actually watch this. So we watch it and surprisingly we both really enjoy it, man. And uh yeah, it had some good scenes. And well, I will tell you what really got surprised both me and Rhonda. It had a few, you know, um end scene, you know, when uh she's in the octagon and she's about to leave, and then she comes back and they start screaming her name and she raises her hands. It was pretty uh <clears throat> I don't say inspiring, but yeah, I enjoyed it. So uh, me and Rhonda actually kind of had a little tears coming down. So, but, but I, I was, I was trying to, <laughs> yeah, 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 bro. Yep, what? yep. That's what. What? Yep. Yep. Right. Yeah. What part? What? I'm curious. At the end, I just, I just was saying, we told you. I just showed you the yeah. scene. She put her hands up in the octagon. Yeah, at the uh, end, uh, yeah. At the uh, end, man. when they were like, yeah, because I thought like the, <laughs> the fight. I was happy. I was inspired for her. I like her character. I feel like her character just kind of had it coming hard from like so many different directions her mom was horrible her boyfriend was her boyfriend slash pimp pimp that's what i was thinking too i was like this sounds like a pimp he was so manipulative (laughs) dude he was running so much game all right so first i mean all right let's just say this i mean and again i told my wife the same thing right i was like you need to watch this like first red flag was and not to talk about you know, not to just judge anybody in their relationships, but when they had like the bad like argument and and it was like, yeah, so here's why my life has been bad the past three years, and here's why you're a loser, and I hate you, and you hate me, right? And then they had the bad fight, and then they had like the angry like argument sex, and was yeah. like, I love you. I was like, hmm, okay, <laughs> red flag one, right? Yeah. And then and then when he then he picks her up, and then you know they walk into the back alley, people are having sex, right? Then it's like it's like they're downstairs rushing fight, and she's like, "Yo, dude, where are we at?" He's like, uh, it's, "It's underground fight thing, you know, no rules, no refs, you know." And, and she's, she's like, like "I, I don't do this." Yeah. yeah, she's like, "I don't do this." She's like, "No, it's not about you. This is I'm here for some other chick." I was like, "Red flag number two, and you know what? He's a pimp." 
I was like, it's a pimp move, right? I was like, oh, okay. That now I get by the like I'm just like, you know, after they like, I was like, why is she still in a relationship with this stuff, dude? I'm like, oh, okay. He's in her head, right? So um <clears throat> so yeah, I thought that that was, you know, and then the mom, right? Um, I mean, if we get to the details of it, it's just just uh sad and disappointing when you know they allude to the 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 physical sexual abuse of it of it all right allude to it they were like she was like (laughs) your boyfriend and all and like would come in here and rape me every night and like yeah no i was like she was like what what did you ever tell yeah she was like yeah she was like if i would have known about and like i'll be honest i like when they not like but did they show when she was super pilled up, right? You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. If she was like that, at, you know, at any of those times when I was younger, it's like no wonder she could be like not noticing. But then also there's denial. It's like denial number one, right? Number two, the pills, right? But that denial can be a, a very strong thing. So um, I don't know. So what I'm all saying is I think she overcame a lot um, and very much um, enjoyed that. Um, <clears throat> so. Yeah 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 um yeah so very much enjoyed it and um that that surprised me and uh, i was really happy to see you know Halle berry with uh not only this performance but with this being her director directorial debut so um but yeah so with that uh enjoyed it and it was much better than i expected so uh, um now i'm gonna do something kind of just you know, freestyle, not freestyling with it, but I started off with what some more free wheeling talk. Yeah, with Theo, yeah. Some more free wheeling talk. What <laughs> see, that's why, bro. So we just free while I'm just freestyling, bro. Uh, all right. Okay. <laughs> so I mean you, you, first of all, you can keep on making fun of my uh <laughs> My statements, but until you contribute with the copyright, you know what I mean? so, <laughs> the you're the one in Hollywood, bro. All right, so, <laughs> uh, so uh, with that, Malcolm, how about we start with you? How about you uh, tell us? And you know, you don't got to get into all details. Either, either, and right, your favorite scene and or breakout characters, right? And if there was just some like someone that wasn't on your radar that is on your radar now. And again, if there is a favorite scene that you just kind of really look back on this on. Uh, yeah, so my favorite scene uh, was when they were in the underground fight club and Halle Berry, a.k.a. Jackie Justice, um, beats up the ogre looking uh, chick. And oh, it was just real. It was real gangster. Like, I thought. The, I thought, honestly, that ogre looking, <laughs> did you say the quote unquote <laughs> ogre looking chick? I thought that was a dude. Like until they started, yo, fighting, she was I, saw the hair. I was like, I would want that. The hair? Yeah, yeah, and that was my thing too, man. I'm gonna say this, man. I mean, you brought him, you brought your girl down there. You're black, you're 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 female fighter of color down there with the Russians, bro. You knew the Russians gonna say something, you know what I mean? Like, everybody's recognizing Jackie Justice. That's like, dude, he was he's such a creep, man. That boyfriend, yeah, yeah, I mean. Yeah, but she kicked her ass, and I mean, I thought it was real gangster when she just came in with, like, the headbutts. Elaine was, like, over here, like, damn, she's just getting her with the headbutts right now, and I was, yeah, that was, I would, I thought that that was going to end badly. Um, so here's a I question. I thought that Jackie, Jackie Justice was going to end up in the hospital, but she held her own. There's a question. Do you think uh, the Russian Viking, whatever, chick, 
Do you think she ended up dying or no? Uh, probably I think not. she just got knocked out. Yeah. I think I think they would have covered that in the story plot <laughs> yeah. if she murdered someone that <laughs> night. <laughs> I hope so, at least. I hope so. Okay, yeah. so I gotta be honest. I thought she was dead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because I didn't think it was gonna get reported, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. And um <clears throat> and then here's my thing, right? Look how busted up Halle Berry was. I'm like, if Halle Berry's face looks that bad and she won, like, uh, what, what, what does the the other Russian chick's face look like? (laughs) Yo, what percentage of the movie do you think that Halle Berry had that black eye? I would say about like 85 (laughs) percent. They're going hard on that black eye, man. Like, did she did it get recovered? And then she she got it back after the main fight, but I was like, man, they're going really, they really want to chill. Like I'm a fighter, I'm Halle Berry. Um, but uh, also, so on the, to your second question, um, my breakout star was probably uh, Sheila Atim. I'm probably messed up her name, but uh, Budokan. Um, Budokan really yeah. liked her. Really liked. Yeah. Her. I thought she had a dope accent. I thought she just had a really really cool vibe. <laughs> um, she taught the kids some cool meditation stuff. I thought would actually would have been cool. This would probably like been a little silly. But whenever uh, Halle Berry breaks up with her, I thought it would have been sweet if Budokan got pissed and they fought because obviously Budokan <laughs> had them hands. And so I'm like, man, that'd be sweet if they just that that would have been another cool fight that they could have they missed out opportunities to work in some other little small fights. But um, you know, I thought you know, yeah. sweet, wouldn't even sure about it. So you thought Budokan's gonna pull out some street fighter moves. <laughs> right. I'm like oh, break up with me. Right. Oh, hey, Budokan. So, hey, so here's my quick Budokan story, right? So uh, it's on Netflix, right? So the mother-in-law, she's on Netflix. And the mother-in-law, she saw uh, she saw um, Bruce before we did, and she told Rhonda, she was like, "Yeah, the movie's good, except for one scene." Uh, <laughs> no. So like, so like, we just like, oh, seeing like the Hadley and Budokan scene, right? right? That was too much for it, right? So uh, you know, Rhonda speaks to the mom. She was like, "So yeah, you know, we we enjoyed it." We, um, what did you think about it? And what was the scene that you didn't like? <clears throat> and uh, mother-in-law, she ends up saying, yeah, the scene when Halle Berry ended up breaking up with Budokan, like, what was that about? <laughs> you know what I mean? We're like, oh, okay, cool. All right, cool. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I will say that, and that's one thing that I think now her, both her and her mother did call on out, though, is uh, kind of like a area of opportunity. It just, that could have been explained a lot more. Again, not only, hey, what did Budokan do, but it just seemed like they could have gave you a little bit more heads up on just that relationship, just like where did it come from, how it happened, and how the hell he got Perry got there. But right, not to be the dead horse about that, but maybe that's maybe that's about design in hindsight, right? Maybe it came out of nowhere, right? It was just there, and then that's how it was able to just kind of disappear, just like that. Yeah, I don't know. that it, I mean, for Hallie, I could see it coming out of nowhere, but for Budokan, especially for her being, um. Like somebody, she says, I've never gotten in a relationship with one of my fighters before. It's like, oh, okay. So it probably built up, uh, you know, it was probably built up a lot before it got to the point of you wanting to cross that boundary with her. 
And it just didn't really seem like I ever saw any interactions with them. Like where it's like, I feel like Hallie was always just like, kind of like, uh, my life is shitty. There's fucked up shit going on around me. It's like, what, what would Budokan see? I, I never saw in Hallie's character, what Budokan would see in her to be like, Oh shit. Like, this is who I want to be in love with. You know what I mean? She wasn't like, she wasn't like funny or charming or like <laughs> wise. It was always Budokan she who was like looks those things. Like Halle Halle Berry. Berry. Right. Is that, is that, that was it. That's what that that bothers me. Which again, we may do a season on Halle Berry movies. What bothers me is these Halle Berry movies when like everyone kind of like can't see that Halle Berry looks like Halle Berry. That's like <laughs> my things. I love Boomer. Boomerang is one of my favorite movies amongst other. I love Boomerang, but I'm just like, yo, it took y'all an hour in this movie to realize that Halle Berry is fine. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't know. Even, I mean, come on now. Look, so I, this, I is, don't know. I, this is a bust down fighter Halle Berry and bust down ha- fighting Halle Berry is still like a good strong six. I, I, just, mean, really, I just, I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe she's a six. Fixed. She's a six, but like we're still watching her. Imagine like imagine a bust down fighter Halle Berry who like in person was also like reeked of fucking alcohol all the time and had like a kid and an abusive yeah, the next like, talk, an abusive like, boyfriend, yeah, and a pilled out mom. Exactly. I'd be like, look, Halle Berry, you're fine though, but I don't, I don't really want anything to do with you. <laughs> like, thank you. Like I'm not gonna a mom who both pimp her out. I'm saying I'm not I'm not gonna fall in love with her unless there's like some scenes missing where it's like oh Halle Berry's like hilarious and like tells a really <laughs> funny story or something like what no, was so you some points there and I hate to I hate to be this buzzkill so um not buzzkill <clears throat> I've tried to stop this but I think uh, there was a time I mean honestly I think I was gonna start uh, being married to my wife but there'd be a lot of movies that'd be like so what is this person's source of income? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm like, they're doing this and okay you can say they had x amount of money when they started but i'm like but they're spending a lot of money but now we're now where's the sort of income for this lifestyle and i have to stop asking that question with movies because i feel like when i ask it with too many movies it's just kind of like buzzkill. <laughs> i know but i wish that they had explained maybe like that was because i i didn't understand it either it's like i don't know clearly she's training constantly now this is probably pretty expensive enterprise. So maybe it was kind of like uh, King Charles or whatever, where it's like the coach, like, you know, Ben is your benefactor. King Richard, right. Yeah. No, I think <laughs> it was, no, I think, I know, I think it was uh, Immaculate. Yeah, Immaculate uh, okay. pretty much was like, he was, he was taking care of the sponsors. So let's just say this. Um, I bet you Immaculate was like, yo, I'm paying for Budokan and also uh, Halle Berry, I'm giving you enough money to get by. Mm-hmm. Now, not enough money to be rich, but enough money to like to get by. So yeah. maybe I maybe I answer my question. Yeah. What her source of income was? But still, I, I feel your question is it's like this is who you, I, I guess to your overall going back to your point, Theo is you're like Budokan was like, hey, you know, I've never done this with any of my fighters before, and so obviously she must have felt something special for Hallie. And you're like, what was it? Besides the fact that she again looked like a bust down Halle Berry, but still bust down Halle Berry. You're like, what outside of this? She's got pretty much her boyfriend is pimping her out, her mom is pimping her out, and you know what was it? But 
And she's just sad and focused on being a boxer. Like there was never a romantic scene. I felt like where they were getting to kind of know each other, like deeper and not on some like, woe is me shit. Cause like Howie Berry's wife is shitty. Um, I don't know. It just, it'd be hard for me to like, be like, damn, like, uh, maybe we should have sex. Like <laughs> that, would be, <laughs> that would be a hard leap for me. Uh, but yeah, Howie I mean, Barry? I mean, again, like that this character. I don't care how bad <laughs> this character. All right, hey man, great point, man. Great point. I guess I can I keep on looking at her. It's Halle Berry playing yeah, a, U, a UFA UFC character, and you're like, no. You're like, no, Ed, this is like this actual person who's like, yeah. And I think they do a good this. job. It's they, a good point. Good point. They, they do a good job of play. I, I think that they that Hallie does a good job of playing down her hotness and stuff. And the weird thing I was as I, I mean, was watching, hey, we're going we're going through her IMDb in the past, but you know, this ain't her first rodeo though. Right? It's not. I mean, it. You know what? I do have to say on that like angry sex scene. I was watching this and I was like, how come every time I see Halle Berry in a sex scene, it's some angry sex scene with a white dude. I'm like, this is like the, this is literally the worst type of sex I want. Like, I don't want to see this type of sex. And this is the only type of time I get to see Halle Berry get fucked is whenever it's an angry white dude. I I guess that's why we brothers, man. But I mean, I don't know how to articulate it, but I feel it kind of a certain way too. And it's just like... how can I say this when, and we'll talk about our different experiences with Halle Berry and watching her, but I feel like I've been watching her consistently every year um, in movies for the past 30 years, right? For the majority of my life. Ever since 1990, I feel like there's been a Halle Berry movie. And um, so all throughout the 90s, I'm enjoying her in a lot of different things. And then she does Monsters Ball and she wins the Academy Award. And it's just kind of like, it was like kind of similar thing with like, you know, I feel like the only song that Jay-Z that had as a number one was like New York State of Mind. So I'm like, okay, but like, that's like not the best Jay-Z song, right? <laughs> that's probably like rank number like 80, right? Yeah. You know I mean? But I guess for the masses, that was the best one. So I'm like, man, Halle Berry's been stunting and stuff all decade. I'm like, she got to get, I hate to say this, but it's like, she got to get fucked by Billy Bob Thornton to win an Oscar. You know what I mean? It's just like, <laughs> there's some like, there's some like, I don't know. I'm like, there's like some subtle stuff going on there. And I'm like, hey, are we not going to like call out some of the obvious here? Like, hey, th- and then again, and then also let's have to point to the relation between, hey, black women haven't won an Academy Award for lead actress in 80 years unless they do a role like this. I don't right. know. I don't know. Right. And not to say that they would be, but it's, it's hard to kind of say that there isn't a correlation there. So my bad. Yeah. I went on a tangent. My bad. Okay. So, uh, <clears throat> with being on a few tangents, Malcolm, who was left with you? So, you were saying that who you, uh, in regards to your, your your favorite scene was, uh, what was that? Which one in particular? Yeah, my favorite scene was the one in the underground fight uh, scene uh, and then, whenever they beat up the ogre chick. And then my, my breakout actor was, yeah, Budokan. And then just like last note on that whole breakup scene, I just thought it was kind of shitty how jackie justice like budokan's like why did why why are you breaking up with me like why did you even start this and then she was like because i needed it i'm like well, that's kind of selfish kind of used her um but yeah i think it's my- selfish I, I, don't, I don't know well 
how I interpret it, I may be incorrect, but one, I don't think that she was purposely doing that. So one, I think she did need that. She did need that physical or human connection because, and she was right there, but I don't think she purposely was trying to do that. And yes, I think, yeah, it was shitty with first giving her that hurtful answer, but I think it was the honest answer. So it was kind of like, she could like kind of be like, hey, what's a nicer answer? What's not so honest? Um, Unfortunately, that was an honest answer. And I think, you know, I think she needed to hear what was honest at that time. So um, I don't know. I kind of interpreted that a little bit differently. Fair enough. So, Theo, um, and briefly, do you think you could share with us what you thought was maybe your favorite scene and how you'd interpret maybe your, uh, not interpret, but who you thought was probably your your breakout character or uh, actor for this film? Uh, Yeah, Um, I think think the scene that stuck out to me the most was like the scene where uh, Jackie is walking with her son um, I think it was like, I don't know, the, the, they were walking to school or something and like um, the son hears like on like a radio or like, on, yeah, playing in like a radio, a boom box or whatever outside of the store, um, just the two of us. And it was like a call back to like earlier in a scene where like you saw like the son playing with his dead, now, his now. Oh my gosh. The first time they show you that? What a Oh my God. Seeing just the two of us. So it was like, and he like kind of stopped and like, then Jackie could like hear like the song too and recognize that that was like triggering for him. And then they just kind of like sat down and um, she kind of like, you know, just like nursed him or whatever. It was just like, I was like, man, like a very touching scene, no words just a very simple kind of idea. And that kind of stopped her in her tracks. Like, yo, I'm on this path to fight or whatever, but like, I'm still a mother and I'm dealing with a a grieving child of like his father, who was like his closest, you know, you know, person up until now. So uh, yeah, I thought it was a really great scene. And I guess to that point, uh, breakout star for me, um, I definitely like uh, Budokan, but I think like (laughs) Manny, um the son yeah little man who's played by his name is danny boyd and i was like it's weird it's weird because i'm like where do i know this little kid from and he's been in a a bunch he's got some pretty good credits he's been different strokes he was in uh no he does look like he'd be gary coleman but uh he was like dang kevin hart give somebody else some roles did you hear about kevin hart doing the live action uh yeah yeah anyways so he was in watchmen um Oh, for real? Yeah, he was in Watchmen. He was like, he played like uh, the young. That was shot old, here in Atlanta. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Um, well, he played like a, a kid in like the 1930s during the. Um, no, he was uh, the one in the beginning. He was. Yeah, he was like yeah. the original one uh, during the Tulsa exactly. massacre. Yeah, in the 1930s. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was. That was him from that original scene. Exactly. Wow. Um, and yeah, I feel like I've seen. He wasn't. I, for a second, I was like, wait, was he the kid at the beginning of um, The Harder They Fall? But I don't see him on here, so maybe maybe not. But I guess he's also been in uh, Stranger Things. He's been in a couple episodes of Stranger Things. He's in a new series of The Underground Railroad, which... He was in a couple episodes of Stranger Things? Yeah. Um, oh, so he's probably hanging with the dude's little sister. So check it. You know what they're saying, man. Dude, dude. What they're saying is there's a possibility, and I'm going off a tangent, 
that there's going to be a real life Miles Morales. And I think that either the older dude from <clears throat> the other black guy from Stranger Things may be in, in a possibility. He'd be a who no- Miles Morales. Or who knows? This guy. Who knows what this young kid may be one? You know what I mean? Because, you I know, like I mean, I'm not saying they should. But you know how Hollywood decides on one actor and they're like, hey, this is the actor we're going to give yeah. all the roles to. <laughs> I, can see, I can see them wanting to cast somebody who was like Afro-Latina, though. Um, yeah. Kind of like try to make like a real life Miles Morales. Um, but yeah, that's cool. But yeah, uh, so that, I definitely I feel like Danny Boyd Jr. He's got a price probably like all like six, <laughs> but he's a good star. <laughs> I mean, he had he had good acting in his eyes. Them, <laughs> them, you know what I mean? Like, so I was yeah. Him. What, what I enjoyed, and my wife really called this one out, so I was impressed. Um, she was she was called out the whole one the whole hand thing, right? Like he, you know, if you put your hand out. If he didn't trust you, he's not going to grab your hand, right? Um, but if he did trust you, you'd see that and stuff. So I thought that was pretty good. And, yeah, I was kind of, uh, to Malcolm's point, I was kind of annoyed to some point with him not talking at all. I'm like, come on, dude. Like, come on, bro. But I like how they use it, though, to, you know, for emphasis at the end and stuff. So I thought the payoff, in my opinion, I enjoyed the payoff. It, I was really surprised. At the, at the beginning of the movie, I was – Super annoyed. My wife was actually kind of calling me out because I'm like, come on, dude. You know this? And she's like, he went through a traumatic experience. Right. I'm like, all right, my bad. <laughs> I was getting a little irritated with him. Me? No, I was saying, wait, Elaine had to what? tell me to chill out too. I was like, I like he ain't going to say nothing. He bad too. got to burn the house down. He ain't going to say a word. Now you're not eating? Now you're not eating? Like... <laughs> Good God, y'all sound like Halle Berry's ex in the movie. <laughs> dude, what about the ex? I was like, he's cleaning the kitchen up. Like, for real, dude? Yeah, <laughs> no, that was that was weird. They didn't really kind of come back to that. I thought I thought they would circle back to him at some point. At least he'd like be in a bar, like lonely, watching the fight and be like, oh, I missed out on, on, on the greatness or something. But they just, they're like, no, fuck this white dude. She's a lesbian now. You turned you turned Halle Berry lesbian. Congratulations. <laughs> in, my, in my opinion, I think that was probably left on the cutting room floor. So. so much. I just feel like so much of this movie, and maybe that's a directorial learning point for Halle. Because it feels yeah, like a, they were, yeah, they were it's like... It's first director. It's, it's less yeah. of a Halle Berry's directing experience. I mean, it has some, less of a Halle Berry directing skill and more of her experience, right? So, right. just hey, it's the first director doing the first one, right? All right, guys. So, first, we uh, before we go into just kind of discussing the spotlight, how she got into the industry, um, <clears throat> what are we going to give in regards to our uh, votes on this? I'll start off. I am so surprised about this, and I did not expect this even as far as into 20 minutes into the movie. Um, I did not think I would be doing this, but I'm gonna give it a two thumbs up. I enjoyed it. I'd watch it again. I recommend it, and I don't think it's for everybody, but um, again, I enjoyed it. What about you, um, Theo or Malcolm? Whoever wants to go next. Um, I give it, I give it one thumbs up, one thumbs down. Um, yeah, I was definitely it, it was better than I expected. Um, I probably won't watch it again um and I, there were definitely some story parts but like overall it was you know it was there was a lot of positive attributes to it um and 
Yeah, I mean, it ca- I, I was, it made me think about it. Like, I stayed thinking about it afterwards a bit. So um, definitely, definitely kudos to that. But yeah, I mean, for me, it's still just, it still felt like more of a, um, um, just kind of a one, one and done kind of movie. Got you. What about you, Mally? Um, I'm going to give it two thumbs down. I thought it was trash. I won't watch it again. Um, I think that some stuff got cut out, like y'all said. I'm seeing a lot of different places, like when I look up the movie, I'm seeing 2020. I'm wondering if this was supposed to drop like a while ago. Um, and then COVID, maybe like the latest release, like maybe they're going to just like release it in theaters. And then they're like, nah, we're going to wait. It's going to do bad at the box office. So I don't know that to be true. On, on Netflix. I don't know that to be true, but if I had to be mo- put money on it, I think that was probably it. I think that this is probably going to be a, a, a Halle Berry theater movie, pandemic happened, and then it was like, yo, Netflix, what's up? Right. Yeah. And then, you know, and if I don't know, um, it's some it, there's the battle and there's the war, right? So you may say this battle is this movie is something that it's not gonna result with everybody giving it two thumbs up, right? But the war is Halle Berry got this Netflix free contract. So she's probably like, cool, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, let's let's get this Netflix money. A Halle Berry movie I do want to watch that I haven't seen, I think it came out a couple years ago, is one where her kid gets abducted, and then she, like, is on a mission. Yeah, has anybody seen that? That looks dope. I haven't no, seen that. No, and, and again, um, highly recommended, um, not highly recommended, highly considering, which we'll be discussing offline um, for season three, doing a Halle Berry season, uh, Halle Berry focused season. Uh, it's between Halle Berry and Regina King, which we make up with another one. But right now I'm leaning towards the Halle Berry one. So maybe a good opportunity for us to uh, dive deep into some of her uh, older catalog. Uh, the wife specifically brought up uh, <clears throat> the movie Baps. She was like, we got to see the movie Baps. So we got to do that as an episode. I'm going to tell you right now, I think I've seen a lot of Baps. I don't think I've ever seen the movie all the way through beginning to end. And honestly, Malcolm, I'm kind of assuming Malcolm's never seen Babs. I've never heard of it. Yeah, yeah. So, Theo, have you ever seen Babs? I it felt like I remember. I remember distinctly, like um, being with the family for one holiday, like the extended family, and them like watching it, and me being like, "Nah, like this seems like like even at the time, I was like, this seems like it's like kind of a, like coonish and like <laughs> like." kind of like a mockery of like black people and shit so i'm good on this y'all enjoy it so like i've i feel like i've been avoiding watching it but i don't know i guess i guess if we have to go back and watch baps i can check it out but we'll cross that bridge when we get there yeah <laughs> so with that so okay so we kind of gave our feedback on the movies and i think that's a good opportunity for us to transition and talking about um who we wanted to speak on a specific spotlight so with that, we'll use now use this as a time to transition and do that. Uh, <clears throat> on our specific uh, person of color that we wanted to um, focus a spotlight on is the actress and director, now director and also producer, Halle Berry. We want to talk about her career, her background, um, her, her impact on Hollywood, um, Hollywood for people of color overall. And then really just kind of maybe share some of our experiences of uh, 
how we've enjoyed maybe some of our favorite films of Halle Berry and how we've experienced her um, films uh, over the past several decades. So um, just to kind of just give a quick overview in regards to Halle Berry. Um, she's had a very illustrious, a very prolific career. Um, not only is she very beautiful, but she is a box office success um, who has been able to work in comedy and action and drama um, with many different audiences across many different genres. Um, she is an Academy Award winning actress, um, a Golden Globe and Emmy winning actress. Um, <clears throat> her background consists of her. She is originally claims from Cle Cleveland, Ohio. Um, she is biracial uh, with uh, parents that are black and white. Um, she was a beauty pageant queen contestant and a model. And she actually uh, got her name uh, from a, a famous department store in the Cleveland area, um, the Halley Brothers uh, department store. So how did she end up transitioning into, um, into, uh, into the film and entertainment industry? So as I mentioned earlier, she was a beauty pageant queen. She was Miss USA World in 1986 while also working as a model. Um, and then she was, uh, and then she then moved to New York um, and started trying to, you know, audition for roles. Um, it was tough for her at times. At some point, she uh, was homeless and had to live out of YMCA. Um, but she was first cast in a role, which was Living Dolls, which was a spinoff of Who's the Boss? Malcolm, I don't know if you remember watching Who's the Boss. Uh, you probably weren't around when it was uh, on air, but uh Theo, me and you, when you were very young, we used to watch Who's the Boss. And I actually recall that um, Living Dolls show. That was quickly canceled. Um, but after that being canceled, after living in New York, she then moved to Los Angeles. And then she was quickly uh, cast in several different uh, film and TV roles. Um, specifically, she had a role on Different World. In 1991-1992, um, Halle Berry really quickly burst onto the scene and entered, I can't speak for Theo, but my life, um, starring out in Strictly Business, Jungle Fever, Boomerang, and the Queen miniseries. This is all in just a two-year range. Um, and again, before I, I kind of give it uh, up to you guys to kind of tell me about your kind of experience your, or your, some of your favorite movies that you've enjoyed with Halle Berry, um, just a, a high-level overview of some of her uh, films. Again, Jungle Fever, Strictly Business, The Last Boy Scout, Boomerang, The Program, Flintstones, Baps, as we just discussed, Why Do Fools Fall in Love, The X-Men film franchises, Die Another Day, Gothica, Swordfish, Catwoman, The Call, Kidnap, and she's been in the most recent Kingsman and John Wilk, uh, John Wick uh, films in those film series. Um, she's got some upcoming roles. She's busy. So not only has she been busy for the past three decades consistently, but looking at her IMDb, she already has four films in the work. Moonfall and The Mothership, which are set to uh, release in 2022. In addition to Mother, Our Man from Jersey. And we also just, as Theo discussed, she's got a Netflix uh, partnership um, deal on the horizon. And she's just now starting directing. So... 
it seems like Hallie, she's got a lot of things um, ahead of her and stuff. So, um, yeah, I, again, I think my personal experience before we open it up, maybe we'll give Theo the floor after me. But my personal experience with Hallie is, again, when she burst onto the scene, she was on our radar. She's been on my radar ever since Strictly Business. And it's been a pleasure watching her in a lot of different roles. And it's great to see her get her recognition. And I'm excited to see what this uh, next stage of her career is to is, is going to um, show us. Um, I think she's aging gracefully. And um, I think she's very inspiring. Um, and if I was going to say my favorite, oh my gosh, I didn't even think about this ahead of time. You know, I, I'm going to say this easily. My favorite Halle Berry role will probably be her in Boomerang because I easily remember being in Boomerang, being nine years old, watching the movie theater and knowing who Halle Berry was and being like, oh, cool. It's everybody on this on this series. And it was just kind of like they were thinking like they were acting like she wasn't cute. I'm like, no, it's Halle Berry. And then like they <laughs> realized she was fine. And then she was like, you know, she was like, in love should have brought you on home last night. So I don't know. I feel like that's when like Halle Berry started coming on the scene, uh, at least like on our radar. So um, she's had a lot of great uh, uh, roles since then. But I think that's probably like my first personal favorite uh, experience of having. So Theo, you're five years younger than me. Um, maybe could you share with me if you kind of had maybe the same experience or viewpoint or just what's been your uh, Halle Berry experience and what are some of your thoughts, given the fact also that you are in the film industry? Um, what are some of your thoughts and opinions in regards to Halle Berry, her career um, and experiences in the film industry? Uh, I mean, yeah, Halle Berry's cool. I've definitely, um, I feel like I've known about her for years. Um, Halle Berry! My bad. You done? You good? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I think the <laughs> the movie that I remember her most in growing up, because uh, I had it on VHS, was like the Flintstones live action. <laughs> and that's she was like, Q, "That's what Rhonda keeps on bringing up." <laughs> and she's like, "I feel like that's probably the hottest Halle Berry." Like, it she's looking like, like three like, scenes though. Yeah, it's like it's like a really weird storyline where it's like she's like super seductive to Fred Flintstone, but he's got a wife in it. And I'm like, is this a kid's movie? Is Fred about to like cheat on his wife with Halle Berry? <laughs> I was also like kind of like, oh, that's really progressive. Like this is like way before slavery and this and he was still open to, to black women. <laughs> like, wow. Good for, I for not seeing color. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But so does colorblind. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I don't know. That was cool. Um, I, I, I don't know. I feel like, like it's, it's probably... like, wait, the good news is Fred Flintstone is colorblind. The bad news, he cheats on his wife. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. But uh, other things, I think I do remember, I think a movie that's probably forgotten a lot, but I love is, uh, is it Jungle Fever? Um, where she's yeah, like, bro. yeah, she's like a crackhead with uh, Samuel Jackson. I feel like, uh, yeah, that was like a, a cool, like, oh, unexpected, like kind of one of her early movies. Um, I think that kind of helped to put her on and you know she uh, was date, you know she was dating um Spike Lee. Spike Lee. Yeah. Oh really? 
and oh, yeah and so she was dating spike lee at the beginning and then stopped dating spike and then started dating wesley Ooh, wow okay yeah well. spike spike didn't like that too so it's kind of <laughs> like it's kind of like a similar um <clears throat> did you know that uh nia long her first big role right what all right well nia long's biggest first big role was uh dang, probably yeah probably won't ever get on the show now but anyway <laughs> um and so if, I'm, I'm in the middle of reading a, a great John Singleton interviews book right now, which I really want to talk, talk to you about, Theo, separately. And pretty much, like, John Singleton saw me along, like, waiting in the audition line. was like, yo, what's up? <laughs> and that's how she got a role in Boys in the Hood. Mm. I vote to do a Nia Long uh, season over a Halle Berry season, to tell you the truth. I like more Nia Long movies. Okay. 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 So, uh, what about uh, you? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but before we go to Malcolm and his experience, still again, I hope I over talk you. Do you have any else, anything to share more additional about your uh, your experience with Halle Berry or your favorite movie with her? Well, you said no. was Jungle Fever your favorite film with her? Um, yeah, probably Jungle Fever, um, <laughs> or the live action Flintstones from 1994. <laughs> <laughs> So what about you, Malcolm? What's your experience? Yeah, I mean, you know, I got, you, like, you, I mean, yeah, that 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 VHS that Theo had was like a hand-me-down to me. So I used to watch all those <laughs> Disney movies and, and all those, those. So that's how I was introduced to Halle Berry as well, was that uh, was that Flintstones movie. Um, and I, I was looking at some of its stuff on Wikipedia. It like killed it at the box office. It had a budget of $46 million and it made $341. <laughs> Point six million at box office so that movie was obviously it whenever it came out also it came out during my birthday year 1994 a lot of really good movies came out that year forrest gump lion king you know me a lot of a lot of good things came out that year um and uh, <laughs> um so you know like i liked her in that um i guess like the i kind of didn't really notice her in really other stuff um until like um x-men and stuff uh i remember seeing like the first x-men in theaters with y'all and eddie i know you're a really really big like comic book dude and like so you were like super super hype about it i didn't even know what x-men were or what that was at the time this really? was, like, yeah like i mean this was back in like 2005 like i could you're six. Even, yeah, you're six. Yeah, yeah i could barely <laughs> even read you know i was reading comic books and stuff you know what i mean like that was like eight that was like eight-year-old reading level and i was only six so but yeah she was sick I mean, but she was you ain't watched x-men cartoons though uh i don't know i don't i think i probably i probably did after seeing that movie um but yeah um but yeah, and I know we had some some video games too. But yeah, like I think that she was the perfect person to play Storm. And you could probably like attest to whether or not Storm like like started looking like her after the move that movie came out, or if it was the other way around. Because like I noticed, like you know, as I read comic books and stuff going up, like same thing with Hugh Jackman, like like uh, like Wolverine, like in the comic book started looking like Hugh Jackman and like the same thing with like Halle Berry, like, like Storm looked like Halle Berry, like in the comics and stuff like that uh, going forward to me. So I don't know, like she was like perfect for that role 
or you know they just kind of started you know making her resemble her uh going forward but yeah that was kind of like my main thing um i'm not like a super duper big Halle Berry fan like it's cool seeing her in movies and stuff but i guess like yeah that fred flintstones and her being storm and like uh x-men were probably the, the movies that had like the the the, the greatest like lasting impressions uh on me well um maybe just to kind of close this one up on what Halle Berry's meant to me again she's been I don't know, I really thought thinking about it is most important but again you know she's won the awards and uh, she's been there consistently uh, over these past 30 years she may be I don't know kind of like the Wills the female type of Will Smith right so I think you know uh 20 30 40 years from now they'll be looking at Denzel's career, right, in a different way than um, than Will Smith's, right, and maybe that's going to be kind of like you know comparing Viola Davis's career in a certain aspect to Halle Berry's, right? Maybe Halle didn't really have the substance, but she kind of had the consistent the consistent deliverables, um, you know, over a 30, 40 year range, and, and again, look like she's not slowing down. Um. What was it that you just mentioned, Malcolm, just a second ago in regards to uh oh the comic books? Yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah, so I'm like, so I'll let you break down. I'll tell you right now. Um, I love Halle Berry, but I'll tell you right now, I also love the X-Men. And I had this valid feeling, and you know what? Maybe this is why I have a podcast, and this is something I've been trying to get off my chest for the past 30 years. And you guys probably hearing me telling you this over the past 30 years. Storm in the comic books didn't look like Halle Berry. Storm in the comic books looked like a dark-skinned woman from Africa. Specifically, Storm in the comic books and in the um, and in the animated series looked like Iman. Do you know who Iman is, Malcolm? Yeah. Theo, of course. Theo, you know who Iman is? Mm-hmm. So that's what will get me. It's like, all right, Iman looks like, I don't know, so it's like, you know, it's an African, someone who's from Africa, it looks like Iman. So the fact that they like kind of went from zero to 100 or like, you know what, we're going to go light skin with it, really just kind of like really made me feel like the, the powers that be, the producers were like, you know what, her complexion does not matter, right? So that just kind of like rubbed me the wrong way. So I hated that, that it's like, yo, I'm happy that it's Halle Berry, but it's like, yo, but there's not any other woman that's of a darker hue. So it's kind of like in regards to the, what do you say, the... The, I don't want to say racism, when they have people of different races playing people, well, it's kind of like a colorism thing, right? So it kind of gets to my nerves a little bit because I was really looking forward to, you know, someone of the hue of like a Lupita Nyong'o uh, being Storm because that's the hue that Storm was portrayed as for like 30 or 40 years in a comic book. You know what? I'm not saying 30 or 40 years. I may be incorrect on how many years, but that's how she was portrayed in the comic book. So I was a little disappointed with that. So I would just say that just kind of gets me to the point of this. You know, it's interesting to hear you guys say that you guys first experience of Halle Berry is the Flintstones, which is very different from my first experience with Halle Berry. But what I do remember vividly and very clear is my first experience on seeing the Flintstones. That was actually in the summer of 1994 um theo and i saw it in wilmington north carolina with our aunt joyce that month we actually spent the month uh on the farm in wilmington north carolina 
with our grandfather, Daddy Tito, and our very fun and vivacious Mama Ruth, our grandmother. Um, I remember that so uh, clearly because I was getting on my Aunt Joyce's nerves about two things that summer. I was like, hey, one, I need to go see Flintstones. And number two, man, I don't know, man, for the weirdest reason, I was like really into like the Arrested Development uh album or like their 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 next their next single and stuff i think their original single was like uh you know tennessee or everyday people and they they had another single that i love so anyways i kept on getting our nerves about that so she saw us to see flintstones on opening night that was great and um and i would say two other things i remember about that is that she had mace and that was the first time mace was a thing and I ended up opening up her mace and that night spraying it in the back and spraying it inside the whole seat. She was pretty upset about that. But <laughs> and I remember me and Theo started laughing because we were just happy that we saw Flintstones. Um, oh, I do remember being like a little disappointed with the Flintstones movie. So I was really happy that she took us to see it on opening night. And um, that made that made us be quiet. But we do remember being kind of like Halle Berry was only in three episodes, three scenes, and this movie wasn't that cool. Um <laughs> But in regards to Malcolm, Malcolm, you actually weren't born because what I specifically remember about you that summer is uh, mom was pregnant with you. And I remember her picking us up and coming back and picking us up in North Carolina. And we drove down to Disney World, the happiest place on earth. And the way that I specifically remember that mom was pregnant with you is because, and this was the 90s. So I don't know why we did this, but for some reason, uh, pregnant mom, after us eating in the eating dinner in Cinderella's castle, we then, with our pregnant mom, went on to the magic cup tea ride uh, with the, the magic hatter tea ride, which is just spinning us round and round and round and round and round. And then our mom, who after eating shrimp cocktail, then went on to the Space Mountain ride and ended up throwing up. <laughs> and we're like we're always we're like man why why would she not be in too well it's like well maybe we shouldn't get her doing that so so again a lot of clear vivid memories of that summer a lot of clear vivid memories of us experience Halle Berry seems like we enjoyed this movie um in, in to varying degrees I enjoyed it a lot Malcolm not so much Theo uh somewhat as well um and again we we're able to also discuss Halle Berry her career and her experience, what she's meant into our life and our experiences over the past 30 years. So we thank you so much for enjoying us for this episode. And we hope that you um, continue to enjoy the rest of your time and enjoying Halle Berry. And maybe send us some suggestions on if you think that Halle Berry would be um, the first actress that would be great for us to do a whole season focused on. Or if you think there are some other women of color that would be better for us to focus on in the film or industry. Before we close, Theo, Malcolm, do you have anything else that you'd like to share with the team? Nah, I think you got it. I think you covered it all, brother. Yeah, all you right. got it, man. All Thanks right. for listening, Thank y'all. Happy holidays. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yep. Peace.